0: and away we go what is happening everybody sup ryan oh i didn't know that was up there already hey guys what's going on welcome to film junkie live on may 18th 18. where have i heard that number before something significant oh wait there's some significance too the number 18. Anyways, what's happening guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live and uh, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. If you're not subscribed, do so. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Uh, Members post show stream right after this too if you want to become a member. Uh, Got a little tea? Got some tea that I'll be discussing in there about uh, stuff that was discussed today. And um, Yeah, got that, and then uh, if you want to join the Patreon, that's right there too. Or if you're just a casual watcher, hey, and you just want to watch part of uh, whatever and not watching this live, it's all chaptered out. so there you go. What's going on, Jason? How you doing? Ah, let's see. Wanna say one thing from all this? Bring back Cavill Superman. There you go, Corey, right? That's what we all want. Ah, oh, we got Andre here. This night versus Day. Move the move the F on. Well it's not dead. It's very much preserved and it's like right there where we can watch it all, you know? And it's fine. You know, I'm I'm not a move-on guy, but you know, I I guess, you know, we always got one of those guys gonna be showing up in here. That's perfectly fine. What's going on a lot, to How you doing? We got Niner for Life right there. Uh, yeah, you missed it all, man. The whole thing's restored. There's going to be uh, 27 movies, all directed by Zack Snyder. That's what happened today. Mm-hmm. Back from a day at Disney Hollywood Studios. Nice. Did a ride uh, Nice. That's pretty cool, Eric. Yeah, how you doing? We got re ratings. Fifth like. Thank you, sir. All right, we got a music man right there. Good to see ya. This music reminds me of Hell Arena from Mortal Kombat. Ooh, well, that's cool. You know, nothing wrong with that. Uh, we got Stephanie, we got JD Jesse is here too, Eric Patterson, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is here. That's right. I know, right? Why, why why is Jose just like doing that for everybody, you know? I don't know if it was Jose, it was probably other people that were saying that stuff. I just uh rewatched Total Recall Remake. Director's cut, very underrated remake, in my opinion, and I might like yeah, you know what? Uh I, I don't frown on the uh the Colin Farrell Brian Cranston. Um, Total Recall. I actually really enjoy it. I think the fact of the matter is, is the original Total Recall is so like, you know, iconic and it's, ah, 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 you know, it's 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. So I think that's why people just didn't dig it. But if you were to go into that, not knowing that there was a previous Total Recall movie, I think it would get a little more praise because it's actually a very well done movie. Jessica Biel, come on. Anyways, alright, we got Eric right here. The music that's right, buddy. Buddy, 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 buddy. That's right. You know, up front was kind of not much, but it was yeah, exactly. Which a lot a lot of people did. What's going on, KC? Good to see you We got Captain Gator Girl Nikki here. Uh what? Who who? What? Where? When? Who are you talking about? I don't know. What? Mark? How's it going? Charlie. Release the damn haircut already, yeah. That's part of the tea that I have for the members. More, I guess you could say. Uh, the ending of a remake with, yeah, exactly. It's great. It's actually pretty great. It's not. It's a really good, well done sci-fi movie. So don't sleep on the remake. Definitely don't sleep on the remake. But uh, you know what can it do? Anyways, guys. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Of course, the main topics. Obviously, we're gonna be uh, talking about the upfront. But I guess it'll be a short uh, segment because there wasn't much. <laughs> Well, there wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, sadly, it was just like one of those things where it was like, all right, there's not going to be much that's going to be talked about here. They're going to show some things. They're just going to be like, hey, can we get the money up front kind of thing? That's why they call it the upfront, you know, come on, advertisers. So it wasn't going to be like anything too much, but it was just kind of. Uh prepping for it, it was just kind of because seeing tweets, seeing the fandom, of course, we're going to talk about the the fandom reaction to it, which, to be honest, you know, I will say this. It wasn't like it was super meltdowns everywhere. Again, yeah, we'll get to it. But I'm actually kind of proud of like certain people out there that were kind of like, hey, I'm not expecting much, which I think definitely the majority did. So that's what's good. Then we're going to talk about Stan Lee, because Stan Lee, even though, you know, obviously he's may um, he rest in peace. Uh, he's in the news again, and then we're gonna talk about this fucking Barbie movie, God damn it, because I'm like, you know, I keep on talking about, like, how this Barbie movie, like, what the hell is this Barbie movie, and we're just getting a little bit of things here and there, and it's just like, alright, I'm getting intrigued by it, so we'll talk about all that, but right now, let's get the show started with some, uh, with some fucking tweets, eh? Let's see here, let me get that at tweets, okay, okay. Up, up, up. All right. Do I got it all set and ready to go? Yes, I do. All right. Let's get to the tweets. <laughs> oh, crap. Forgot to turn that off. Oh, well. I'll turn it off when it comes back. Anyways. All right. So, starting off right here, uh, I saw this right here. Somebody sent this to me, too. And thank you very much. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's the uh, the final dance in Dirty Dancing uh, to the Muppet Show. <laughs> That's hilarious. Come on. You got to love the Internet for stuff like that, you know, and may Patrick Swayze rest in peace. I don't know how they are going to do a Dirty Dancing 2 with Jennifer Grey. Uh, Maybe she's just going to be talking about the traumatizing experience of the fact that she was underage and this like 35 year old dude was like... Dancing dirty with her? I don't know. I always found that movie kind of weird with that. She was supposed to be like a high school student, right? And he's like fucking 30 years old and grinding up on each other. Thought it was a little strange, but you know, Dirty Dancing, I get how iconic it was, sure, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, it's not my cup of tea when it comes to all this. So, oh boy, guys, we have a new Vin Diesel video, but this time. This time, it's with Jason Momoa. Now, these videos, I don't know what Vin Diesel, I guess Vin Diesel's trying to do something where he's like, hey, guys, we're having a good time on the set. Everything's uh, copacetic. We're all doing good right here. Yeah, well, uh, did you delete the Justin Lin video? Because he looked like he was uh, being held against his will. And then it came to Miss Natalie, who she looked a little awkward right here. But now we got Jason Momoa. And And if anybody can actually... I don't know, be uh, more charismatic, which it's very easy to do because it's Vin Diesel, or actually make these videos a lot better. It's Jason Momoa. So, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, this is pretty funny right here. So, Jason, uh, what are you doing on this car and how are you feeling? I'm trying to do the new White Snake video. <laughs> what do you think? No. How do I feel? I feel amazing. It's day one. Me and you together, buddy. Look at my car. Look at this. This is, this is an awesome good. ride. I finally got a fast car. fast did you ride. Look at that. Of course, uh, Jason's wearing you know flip flops and board shorts. Lavender look good. Damn. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. it to be a great one. See, Vin, okay, so Vin Jeez. Diesel has no idea what to say. Okay, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do with a creature like uh, like uh, like Jason Momoa, a very tall individual who's very much in shape. And I saw some people like, oh, man, look at uh, Jason Momoa's dad bod. Stop calling Jason Momoa's body a dad bod. That is not a dad bod, okay? Just because he's not shredded like he was in Conan or Aquaman, that doesn't mean anything. Um, Captain Gator Girl. I used to dance to this in my living room when I was a kid, and I would jump off the couch. Well, thank you for the $10 super chat, Nikki, and uh, that's adorable. If you have any uh, footage of that, post it, post it. Why not? but uh, but this is what's funny right here because you know it's Vin Diesel and we all know we all know that he's not as tall as some of the actors he works with okay so let's break what's down up? the so first off Jason Momoa is just having a good time he's having a good time and you know that we're you know I would love to fucking ha- hang out with Jason Momoa for a night. I'm sure that we'd—I'd be, be full of beer, would be drunk, and throwing hatchets, and probably you know climbing something. That would have happened. <laughs> what but. are you doing on this car? But see, see, look and at how, how cool and i oh, like, oh yeah, look at how cool Jeep like uh, Vin Diesel's trying You're to be there? like, oh no. yeah, that's right. I'm doing oh, I feel, this. You feel amazing. And then it was day one, and watch. Me and you together, buddy. That's right. And then it was oh, at this oh, moment. Are what are you doing? What are you doing? You weren't supposed to stand up, huh? Huh? Where's my soapbox? Where's my soapbox? Yeah, it's like Vin Diesel was like, "What are you doing? You weren't supposed to stand oh, up." Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh shit! You've only got a fast car. Fast did you like that. Matches my nails. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Lavender look good. I like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Got to stay Damn. away from that. Yeah. But yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, we know. <laughs> We know that we know that can't wait for uh, when he does one with uh, Alan rich Richardson Richardson He's huge, too. But yeah, it's just kind of funny. Just these these Vin Diesel videos. I tell you <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, I pause it at the right moment Like <laughs> Vin Diesel just looks like Like he's he just like he he's out of his element now. Okay, the other two videos He was like leading the video, but now when it comes to this video, he's like oh shit. Somebody just outshine me, hey! And then he's gonna be looking at the fucking the writers that are uh, off the you know off screen right there, be like, hey, can you like write less shit for Jason Momoa because he he uh, he stole the scene. He stole the scene in my own video right here. He stole the scene. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, please, God. Ah, oh, Mister Jason, Fear Jason, six months member. Thank you, sir. But yeah, I just thought that was pretty hilarious. Just thought thought about breaking down the game footage right there. So, um, and then yes, guys, this morning when um uh, the WB uh, upfront, I thought it was gonna be a lot. I thought it was gonna be a public stream, so I tweeted out, "Hey, here's the link for the upfront." And then of course you needed a passcode, so it was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Sorry, didn't realize it was gonna be a private event. What can you do? What can you do? Anyway, so, and then look at this, guys. Man, the fault. I can't believe that this is actually going to be a thing. They're turning this into a full on thing. A documentary special about the alleged crimes of Army Hammer and his family, titled House of Hammer, is in the works. The series examines different scandals over the course of five generations of Army Hammer's family. What the fuck? Wow. I mean, I knew that he came from, like, a wealthy family and whatever the fuck, but I didn't know there were scandals, like, all throughout these generations or something right here. I mean, obviously, when, uh, when those, uh, those text messages, those messages that he was sending to, to, to ladies that were very, very uh, disturbing— uh, leaked out, came out, and uh, had Casual Batman read all those. Which I think, you know, if once this, uh, once this documentary comes out, I should uh, just put all those clips together of Casual Batman reading all of Army Hammer's <laughs> messages that were just holy sh- shit. Um, I should just really re-release all those in like one big chunk. But yeah, apparently there's going to be a full-on documentary about this. I didn't know it stretched that far back. Five generations. Wow. This guy was almost Batman. Okay? He was almost Batman. Holy shit, did we do some Matrix-style fucking bullet diving? You know, Jesus, dodging right here, man. This guy was almost Batman, right? Right, Russ? Um, I mean, it was just like uh, he was cast as Batman at one point, and then almost, apparently, he was in the running again when it came to... um, when it came to Reeves bat. Jesus Christ, man, that is insane. Insane. Five generations. I can't believe that. Should be very interesting. Man, that guy is never going to work. It. Yeah, Hammer Time. There you go. That could have been another title for it right there. Uh, anyways. Um and then of course we had everything uh, showing up right here. I had a high hopes. Uh, we'll talk about that though. I had a high hopes, but um about certain things, but um yep, Rick and Morty the anime is in the works from Adult Swim. So that should be interesting. Any Rick and Morty fans out there? That should be a lot of fun. Hey, we all know, uh, you know, there's who isn't a Rick and Morty fan? I mean, not not everybody, but there's always like there's always Rick and Morty fans out there. That's for sure. And of course, we got all this, of course I was retweeting a lot of this, which we'll go through. We'll definitely go through uh, all the stuff that happened at the Upfront today. I thought this was funny right here. Um, I saw this right here, and uh, I had a comment on it because, you know, it's like, okay, so which one are you going to take, the blue pill or the red pill? Do you want uh, Man of Steel 2 or the Batman 2? But I just kind of I, I made the joke, these are ones. These are, it looks like it says the Batman 11. And I'm like, hey, I'm all for Man of Steel 2, but 11 Batman movies? Hey from Matt Reeves' universe, hey, I can go for that, too. It's like, uh, if you're going to do something like this, choose a font that doesn't look like that. You could have just put a 2, <laughs> but I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, yeah, Batman 11, sure, the Batman 11, so. But anyways, when it comes to stuff like this, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, Okay. I want both, I want it all. And nowadays, we can have it all, okay? I hate this whole, you have to pick one, which one? No, you don't, you don't have to pick one, okay? It's not real, because everybody just uses it For their narratives, when it comes to fandom, that's what I fucking hate. When it comes to polls, too, I hate that shit. Because obviously if you're part of a fandom and you're going to put something out there like this or a poll and you have people that you follow or follow you that are all like-minded like you, guess what? We already know what the result's going to be. We already know. So why even do it? You know, unless you're pretty, you know, neutral on a lot of things, then maybe polls will work a lot, a little bit better. But when you're, like, strictly in a bubble, it's like, yeah, obviously, when it comes to who tweeted this, if you look at the name, yes, most of the people are going to say Man of Steel 2. And then you just kind of go, see, see, nobody likes the Batman. And it's like, okay, in your world, your world, sure, but there's still, like, other people... You know, so fuck. I, I just kind of that's So that's why I made the joke. I made the joke of that because fuck that shit. All right. Stop doing polls to fit narratives when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Anyways, OK, rant, rant over for right now. Uh, we got some new stills from Stranger Things season four right here, which goddammit, it. I cannot wait for this to drop and hearing nothing but great things about it. I want that shirt, too. Hellfire Club. I will take a shirt. I definitely will. Stranger Things. And then look at this. Uh, Project Justice League has reached over. Uh, it's reached 1614. I don't know where it's at right now, but um, yeah, let's let's try to get it to that $2,000 range, man. I thought You know what? If we could try to get it to uh, even like a $3,000 range, let's double it before part two comes out. That would be pretty sweet, too, man. This is what it's all about. And I'm going to talk more about this when we get to that topic right there. So we do that. You know, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I want to go back to that. Um, Here's a shot from Gotham Knights, which looks absolutely beautiful. Oh, man, I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm getting tempted to get a uh, console so I can buy it. Hmm. Uh, the Batman releases in 4K UHD Blu-ray in one week. So that'll be great. Probably pick me up. A, I'm definitely going to pick me up a curpy. Um. Tom Cruise got another standing ovation when it came to uh, Cans. They, they, they showed Top Gun Maverick at Cans, and it got a, it received a six-minute standing ovation. That's right. And of course Tom Cruise was there. And uh man, I think this movie's going to I hope this movie gets a billion dollars. I really do. I just want a non-comic book movie to to reach over a billion dollars. I really do. I really do. Uh yeah, during the ovation Cruise was brought to tears. He was near speechless when accepting the Palme d'Or, responding simply, "Wow," before uh, being drowned out by more applause. Okay? And then he got into his spaceship and went back to his own planet. It was crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I don't mean to make fun. Um, but, yeah, I, just, I can't wait to see the movie. And I really hope it makes a billion dollars. I really do. I really do. I hope it does. I think it will. I think it has a chance. It has a chance. And here's Mr. Bill Skarsgård. That's right. Pennywise the Clown looking fucking jacked. Ripped. Boys kills. Boy kills world. Curious about this movie. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, the Scars, the Skarsgård genetics. I mean, we all know Alexander Skarsgård. I mean, they have those genetics. Aren't they from Sweden or something like that? Or they have those Swedish genetics where it's just like, eh, we're going to, you know, just make you fucking ripped. And it takes like, you know, all it takes is like a week. It just takes a week of working out, and they just look like, you know, shredded. Jealous! But whatever. And then, of course, um, uh, the first teaser... For this, this England, now this is insane because I love Kenneth Branagh. I think he's a talented dude, talented director. Um, but I did not know he was going to be playing Boris Johnson. And look at this motherfucker as Boris Johnson. Isn't it someone's actual job. Give me a heads up. The United Kingdom has overtaken Italy. What the hell? Oh, man. Yeah. So, prime minister, right? Prime minister, I mean, but Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, he's playing Boris Johnson in a miniseries, and that's pretty he's insane, right there. Look at that. Look at that makeup. Look at that transformation. Looks just like him. Man, when is there gonna be a Trump movie? I mean, I, seriously. I mean, somebody's gonna have to do it, right? Somebody's gonna have to get into all that body makeup. I mean, I, I mean, it's, I mean, he's such a cartoon character, though. But Boris Johnson is somewhat of a cartoon character himself. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know who's going to take the mantle of like doing a Trump movie, but it's going to happen sooner or later. Right. And then guess what, guys? We have George Miller. George Miller has a new movie, new trailer coming out. And uh, it already has my money from the mad genius of George Miller right here. Look at this craziness that's going to be happening. It's going to be at Cannes also. So (laughs) I didn't know he had a movie that was going to be coming out. So three thousand years of longing. Can't wait. That's what I'm for. Yeah, I could do it. I could try to do it. Just put me in the makeup. I could do it. Let's do this. Yeah, I'll play Trump. Let's go. Let's go. Who's going to play Melania? Huh? She better be hot. She better be sexy. We'll see. And Ivanka better be even hotter. <laughs> Anyways, um, sorry. And hey, guess what, guys? I mean, I know you had to pay more for gas, but, you know... It's whatever uh, we have a new uh, the new um, lady who answers all the press stuff right here because uh, Jin Saki, she retired and she's probably very happy that she did because she doesn't have to answer questions from the from the thing. But I just thought it was kind of funny where it's like, you know, somebody asked uh, Americans now spend five thousand dollars a year on gasoline. That's almost double what they did a year ago. Yeah, that's how bad it's gotten. Where are people supposed to go to get the extra cash? And then of course she was just like flip fit. I mean, she fiddled like she fizzed like it's just like she can't figure out like okay, I got to figure I got to find the page for that speaking point and blah 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 and then I just I just said the joke, "Hey, just get an OnlyFans." Just say OnlyFans, you know? You need some extra scratch from for for gas. Start an OnlyFans. It could be feet you know, it could be hands, you know, it could be, um, you know, hairy chest, fucking chins. I don't know if you want to get. I mean, it's just I I just thought that would have been funny if she's like, yeah, OnlyFans. Just just, you know, if you want to get some extra money, just starting OnlyFans to pay for gas. Oh, man, such a shit show. Such a shit show. We're in right now with the economy anyways. Uh, and then uh, the Circle K that they filmed uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure apparently is closing but they're going to do some farewell screenings of the movie before it closes permanently and this is in Tempe Arizona. I'm going to Arizona this weekend too. So I'm like, huh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not going to be quite in the Tempe area, so but that would be kind of cool to swing by. Maybe I'll try to fit it in there. I don't know. That'd be pretty sweet to go uh to go um to go see uh the infamous Circle K location of uh, "Things Are afoot at the Circle K." Yeah, that'd be. Pr- I didn't realize they filmed that part there. I figured it was in California, but then again, you know, filming in California is expensive. Anyways, so yeah, okay. So let's talk about. Let's recap here. Ah, the Warner Brothers Discovery upfront. Now, obviously. There wasn't going to be anything that was going to be too I was hoping there was going to be at least some kind of trailer footage or something, at least something that's upcoming on, your, on, on HBO Max. I thought maybe I'm like, hey, this might be a good time. If, if Batgirl is still very much going to be on your HBO Max, show some footage. I was actually kind of being like, that would be actually pretty smart because it's Batgirl It's Batman. You could actually have some Michael Keaton in there. They finished filming. I'm sure there's some kind of footage or something like that. I thought that would have been a kind of cool thing. Just release that. That'd be kind of cool to get some things, you know, hey, guess what? Batgirl's coming, you know, but at the same time, who knows what's going to be happening with that? That's most likely going to be pushed on next year. And it's going to it's going to most likely get up a theatrical release. So makes sense that it didn't. But I just kind of thought maybe they should. Who knows? But but other than that, yeah, it wasn't going to be there wasn't going to be much. There wasn't going to be much that was going to be happening here, okay? Um, I know when it comes to this kind of stuff, we always just go like, oh, oh, what are they going to bring? And you would think that they would kind of learn because, I mean – You know, Grant, I mean, look at what happened yesterday with Disney. Disney actually, I thought, did a pretty good job of like, hey, we're going to release a Vanity Fair article with our all Star Wars stuff the day of. And hey, we're going to release a a shot of Echo. We're going to release the title card, you know, with the title and the official title of uh, She-Hulk. And we're going to release the trailer. It's like, you know, just bring a little bit of something. OK, I'm not saying you have to have it like fucking, you know, like Comic-Con or something like that and bring the fucking goods, but at least bring just just a little bit more. I, I just thought maybe just a little bit more, a little bit of something. But at the same time, it's really just all about Zaslov going like, hey, this is what's happening now. And he's just kind of he, I mean, basically, he's pulling out his big. Gauntlet. I mean, you know, and that's not code for anything, okay? You perverts, not a euphemism, but he's just gonna slamming it down like this is the way it's gonna be now, because that's all Zaslav is. And uh, but yeah, so let's kind of go through it right here. Let's go through some of this stuff. I'm going to go through this guy right here, the, uh, Jason Lynch. He was there, and he was kind of just doing the play-by-play because, hey, remember, you needed a passcode to get in. It's <laughs> like, God damn it. What the hell? Fucking passcode. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so obviously we had you know, some pictures right there. Zaslav took the stage looking sharp and everything. I mean, there's cameras. I mean, come on. I don't know. It's just weird. And he just talks about Zaslav, reminds us that it was a year ago yesterday that AT&T announced a merger. God, it's been a year already. Pretty crazy. We're global leadership. Uh, Zaslov, at this time, where most news networks are um, advocacy uh, networks, we at CNN intend to advocate for journalism first. Okay, so David Zaslav, you should fire everybody at CNN first. Just saying. It's gotten bad over there, Okay. I mean, I think, to be honest, when it comes to all the media news networks, just fire everybody, start over because it's gotten bad everywhere at c n n it's really gotten really bad. Just fire everybody, start over from scratch, but whatever. Jennifer Hudson took stage, sure she uh was lovely. I mean that's Cena right there, right? he's up in front row um doing all that and then of course you know speaking of cnn (laughs) we got we got steve martin right here um just kidding mr anderson uh, cooper right um was right there so he showed up uh some more things happened i mean like i said it wasn't much ad sales chief john Steinloff, steinloff 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 Um, Steinloff says WD offers, uh, WBD offers never before seen reach to advertisers. So they're just really selling to advertisers right here, right here. And of course they're showing like all the stuff that they have in their lineup right there. When it comes to HBO Max, Discovery Plus selling all of that. That's pretty much what was going on. Of course, the whole time here's a, uh, apparently there's a Warner there's premiere. Warner Brothers Discovery right here, Discovery Premiere. And here's what's going to be on there. All right, cool sports uh you know, deadliest catch still there, you know, windy city rehab I don't even know what that is some travel stuff, Stanley Cup playoffs, water what? yeah, there's just like different little uh sanctions right there that they're trying to sell to the advertisers, and then of course, when all else fails, bring up Shaquille O'Neal. that's right, yeah, I mean i you know i'm I'm the head of uh you know so many uh companies uh papa johns uh the the general yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, come on. When you need somebody, you need a presence, you call up Shaquille O'Neal. And that's what's great. Shaq is just so busy. He's doing so many different things. Why not show up to the Warner Brothers Discovery up front? I mean, come on. He's so lovable. He's a big fucking teddy bear. Okay? Everybody loves Shaq. Who does not love Shaq? Maybe some ex-basketball players, probably. You know? So maybe that maybe that's it. But at the same time, who doesn't love Shaq? So good on them for getting Shaq. I like it. I like it. Kathleen Finch talking about stuff overseas, more than 40 networks. That is insane. And then there's a lot of things. CNN, (laughs) CNN, Oh, news, news. And then Sean White showed up to talk about Discovery Plus projects. Man, remember when this guy's hair was ridiculous? Now he's just a sharp looking dude. Pretty cool. And then we have Mindy Colling. She's <laughs> here to talk about the sex lives of college girls. That's right. We're getting, we're getting raunchy right here. And my God, where is it? Is it not right there? Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa is going to have his own show, too. But she was talking about this. So this is intriguing. So we heard that there was going to be a Velma cartoon spinoff from Scooby-Doo. It's going to be adults, and you could tell right here. Look at this. Here's a shot. Somebody's killed. Top of the head. Cut off. And I don't know if that's Daphne, but Daphne's, like, kind of naked, and her naughty bits are covered with something. I probably just got flagged on YouTube. Am I still running? Maybe. Hopefully. Good. But, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by that because they saw the success of Harley Quinn, so I'm guessing that's why they did it? Interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by that. I'm like, all right, an R-rated, raunchy Velma spinoff from Scooby-Doo. That is something new, and you better believe that everybody's going to be showing up. Jeez, give Scooby-Doo a bone, why don't (laughs) you? Oh, God. I went there. And Lizzo took the stage. Yeah, I'm not not really a fan of Lizzo. Uh, Talented, but apparently a documentary is coming out, Lizzo documentary. So if anybody's good with that, cool. Uh, Jennifer Hudson's uh, performed Respect. That's cool. All that kind of stuff. Let's see. I mean, it's just kind of like, all right. And then there's some Kip Kinoff, Uh Taylor Sheridan. Uh, yeah, talking about him. I mean, now it's just articles right here. So, and then apparently there's a Paramount up front that nobody's fucking talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nobody's talking about. But yes, Jason Momoa on the road with Jason Momoa. That's also going to be a series. So, uh, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, we just watch the video where he totally took over Vin Diesel's video. Jason Momoa, bikes, nature, going on the road, perfect. I will be definitely clicking in, tuning in to that because that just seems like a perfect fit. Perfect, good, like it, like it a lot. So there's going to be that. Let's see, of course, yeah, there was that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that too. And now let's get to the nitty-gritty when it comes to – David Zaslav and some of these uh, little screenshots right here. Let's see. There's that one, of course. Well, let's talk about this one first. Sorry that it's small. Um, you know, that sounds like the end of most of my dates. Um, days in, um, into this role uh, in his role of CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, and they show, of course, that the ticker is down almost 5%. David Zaslav gathered movie studio executives and grilled them about the recent string of box office flops, including Cry Macho, a Clint Eastwood neo-Western right there. So uh, Warner Brothers executives conceded that uh, that had doubted the movie would turn a profit. People familiar with the meeting said why David Zaslav asked was Cry Macho made. Why was Cry Macho made if they had reservations? When they replied that Mr. Eastwood had given the studio many hits and never delivered a movie late or or over budget, he answered, we don't owe anyone any favors. It's not show friends, it's show business, he told them, quoting from the 1996 Tom Cruise movie, Jerry Maguire. So, yes, again, slamming the gauntlet, or not the gauntlet, but his, you know, slamming it down. He's he's all about business, man. And I mean, it's kind of a little like, you know, when it comes to things that as fans that we want in the fandom and stuff like that, it, you know. Yeah. I mean, but how many times have we heard that, though? We've heard that so many times. It's not show friends. It's show business. It still is a business. That's what this is all about. And then when it came to the Wonder Twins, the dreaded Wonder Twins movie that was announced. And I tell you what, it just seemed like things were just getting greenlit, greenlit in the past year. Greenlit, greenlit, greenlit. And then they just fell into limbo. But, but one of the last things that was greenlit to the point where it actually had a budget, it actually had two lead actors, and they were casting for the movie, it got fucking, nope, nope. Dave Zaslav said, what? How much for a Wonder Twins movie? Fuck off. Pretty much what he said right there. DC movie Wonder Twins shut down by Warner Brothers. So this was revealed, but it was never, I mean, it was scooped, I guess you could say. But yeah, the Wonder Twins movie, uh, the Wonder Twins have been deactivated. The project was developed as a feature for HBO Max and had Riverdale, you know, we all know who, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sources say that the decision to shut down the... Occurred several weeks, according um, yeah several weeks ago, according to insiders, the leadership of Warner Brothers Discovery, the new company combining Discovery and Warner Brothers, and now being led by CEO David Zaslav, is opposing a mandate for DC movies uh, should now be made with a theatrical first goal. So there you go. That's why yes, for sure, for sure that the um, for sure that the um, the Batgirl movie is definitely going to be. Theatrical. I mean, we just know that that's going to happen. OK, so it says was too niche. One source said a lot of things uh, that were developed are going to go away, said another insider. So that was one of the things. At this time, one of the sources said the budget was too high for what is considered an HBO Max movie. Twins was looking at a uh, $75 million budget, but according to sources, Zaslav wants to keep HBO Max original movies at $35 million and under. He concluded that higher budget offerings do not add enough value, i.e. add a significant number of subscribers and more modestly budgeted movies seem to do the job of uh, retaining subs. Original theatrical movies, however, do gangbusters job of attracting subscribers. The Batman being a huge hit for the service, according to several sources. Yeah. And there's still people that turn on that. So there you go. So. $35 million or less. This motherfucker is just, cu- I mean, he is taking a machete. He's taken a machete to, like, just all this stuff. Why? Look what's happening to Netflix. Look what's happening. Look what has happened to Netflix, and look at what's happening now. We talked about, we've been talking about that all week. They're putting their foot down. They're like, hey, you don't like this. You don't like offensive shit. Well, get the fuck out. And then what we talked about yesterday, they're la- they laid off, like, a bunch of people, too. Because they were pouring money into all kinds of shit and it just was like, and a lot of it was shit. That's the thing. So Zaslav's going in there. We can't do that. He's looking at what's happening over there and going, we're not going to do this over here. $35 million or less. I mean, he's talking about HBO Max Originals, so that that doesn't mean... DC properties that doesn't mean DC movies. I mean, obviously when it comes to series. Yeah, that might be uh, that might hurt a little bit I mean, obviously when it comes to DC properties that are gonna be on HBO Max you think about Doom Patrol think about Titans Um, Who knows what's gonna be happening at that? I mean Titans is you know what season four now? Um, Doom Patrol is great But Titans has been struggling a little bit now that it's on HBO Max who knows what's gonna be the case Hopefully it'll be better than what we've gotten But who knows? That might get the axe, because who knows? I don't know. There's enough word of mouth, enough people watching. Doom Patrol, though, hopefully that could—I mean, even if they do get the axe, they had some good runs. I mean, four seasons, three, four seasons, not too bad, but hopefully they can last a little bit longer. But yeah, when it comes to anything that we've heard— Anything, your Batgirl, your Blue Beetle, everything, I mean, obviously, that's all going to go theatrical. That's what it seems to be. Now that the pandemic, that whole thing is done, obviously, what happened with Jason Kyler and him trying to salvage what was happening and doing the day-in-day release, that was an experiment that didn't quite work as well, even though I thought it was, I mean, a lot of people thought, well, that's a, a solution, sure, but... Apparently that wasn't the right solution. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, all these streaming services are fucking struggling. They're struggling right now because they're so I think it's just because there's so many of them. There's just so many of them. But I do like the fact that he's like, all right, no, we still we have to have theatrical. We have to have theatrical. And when it comes to uh, movies that are going to be, you know, that have thirty five million dollar budgets or less. Hey, bare bones, that shit, you know. I mean, this might what what, the the optimistic side that I see about that is like, hey, all right, try to make some fucking movies. If you're going to make some original content, let's 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 have these filmmakers utilize what they can to make something pretty fucking awesome. You know, why not? I guess. But I think he's just seeing what's happening over there at Netflix and maybe some of the other streaming services. And he's going, all right, we can't do that here. We have such. We have Warner Brothers. This is Warner Brothers. We can't do this right here. So I think that's pretty much what's going on right here. Read the article. <sighs> yeah. Suggest you send uh, what DMs? What are you talking about? What are you guys talking about? Tunes uh, was a bad idea. Uh, I know. Deathstroke. Uh, yeah, but Deathstroke. Yeah, I mean, Deathstroke. Uh, yeah, when it comes to all this, I don't know. But I think, um, yeah, he just has a plan. He's just trying to cut costs. He doesn't want anything that's going to be happening. Um, I know what I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I see some arguments happening. Eric, Jose, what's going on? Moderators arguing with each other. Should I scroll up? Let's see. Check your DMs. Oh, okay, you guys are going. You guys are okay. You guys are going back and forth. <laughs> not even gonna not even try. <sighs> but uh, anyway. So the takeaway that I'm, you know, that I, you know, when it came to upfront was the fact that it's like okay. He does mean business. Um, He's definitely trying to get things to where um, they should be, I guess you could say. You know, CNN's going to be probably the hardest thing because, man, there's a lot of people that have just, like, uh, lost trust in that. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, original content on HBO Max, if you could, like, do it at a low budget. I mean, we were talking about that, too, even when it comes to some of these movies, when it comes to... uh, uh, I mean, look at the Joker movie. It was made for what, 70 million dollars, somewhere around there, like a 70 million, 80 million dollar, and look at what it did. It did a billion dollars. I think, I think definitely, Zaslav is looking at that, like a potential in that. It's like, hey, can we do some more of that? You know, let's 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 get some content out there like that. You know, word of mouth, we can have low budgets and then, of course, a bigger return. That's big time what he's looking at. So, it's about good old Toby, 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 Toby. Ah, well, at least he wasn't there today. But then again, it was all about TV. That's the thing. This was all about the TV and streaming, and Toby's not really a part. Is not a part of that. That's the thing. Uh, Toby was very much at CinemaCon because cinema. Uh, yeah, I just kind of I just was hoping that they would have like a footage of something, you know, even if it was Harley Quinn. I don't know. But they did also mention about Peacemaker season two, which of course I saw people go. There's people in my mentions going like. What the fuck? That's not what we want. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what you want. It's not what you want, okay? It's not what you want. There's a lot of people that actually enjoyed Peacemaker. I didn't think I was going to enjoy Peacemaker. Guess what? I enjoyed Peacemaker. I'm sorry. I really was going into it going, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this series. And I ended up enjoying it. I'm sorry. It's just kind of funny when people are like, nobody wanted this. Nobody wants this. I'm like, um, and I'm just like, Uh, Hey, who wants this? And a bunch of hands go up. And it's like, okay, see, I mean, stop. Don't do that. Okay. Again, we're in a, we're, we're, where we are right now in the world is we have a lot of fucking content, a lot of shit. Okay. You walk into a comic book store. Are you all about every single book that's in there? No. You're going in there for like two or three goddamn books and then you're walking out because it's not all for you jesus christ why do people say that shit i i I'm just so who asked for this who nobody wants this it's like shut up somebody does there's groups of people that want this it's all that for the Batgirl stuff too i'm like yeah there's actually people that do i'm sorry sorry to uh spoil it for you but yeah there are people that do that so yeah but yeah so peacemaker season two apparently you know john cena was there uh, John Cena was there. He showed up on stage and then uh, I guess uh, James Gunn was shown on the screen and kind of talked about that. So, yeah, Peacemaker 2 is coming. And uh, hey, I enjoyed it. I'm, I know. God forbid, you know, I fucking enjoyed something that a lot of people didn't enjoy. But hey, what can he do? Apparently it did. Pretty well, they're doing all that. Hey, Gallant Productions, I'm sick of fans of all (laughs) kinds. Fans, they're the worst. They're the worst, right? And then speaking of fans, let's talk about the fan reaction. The Snyder, I mean, the Snyder, uh, the Snyder um, fandom. Obviously, most of us are, most of us are, in the Snyder Phantom, you know I am, obviously. I mean, I will I will watch anything this uh, Zack Snyder um, produces, makes, whatever the fuck. I don't care. I mean, yeah, even him playing ping pong and posting that was more epic than half of, more than probably 76% of what's on Netflix, all right? I could watch Zack Snyder play ping pong in slow motion more than fucking 76% of the fucking Netflix library, for God's sakes. Right. Anyways, so um, (laughs) it's been interesting to see the reactions. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of buildup when it came to this, uh, when it it came to all this. um, And uh, (laughs) I know I got a little intense right there, didn't I? Um, So. Yeah. One of the things that I kept saying is like, hey, you know, you got to weed out the bullshit, which I know you guys do. You guys weed out the bullshit. We're good. But at the same time, there's still there's uh, the, the scooping game is out there. And of course, you know, we luckily we kind of we wiped out um, Galleon Productions. Thank you again for the two dollars. tip chat. Uh, cancel fandom. <laughs> now, we should never cancel Phantom. Phantoms good. Mostly it's good. But uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we had to deal with um You know, back in 2019 and 2020, we had to deal with, uh, I guess in the 2021, too, I guess. I don't know how long that lasted, but we had to deal with uh, some, you know, some phony balonies out there. And then now we're kind of dealing with that again. We're dealing with that again. And well, what's kind of funny about the reaction when it came to people that were hyping up this thing and for the most part, and I will like again, I'll commend the fandom, even people that do not like me and we don't agree. And they, you know, they think I'm just a piece of shit, clout chaser, kind of whatever the fuck, you know, seeing some of the tweets from those individuals going like, hey, I have no expectations. Why the fuck you guys believe in scoopers? I was like, hey, cool. Huh? Nothing. High five. We're good. Can we bridge a gap? We actually agree on something. Thank you for not. No, we're good. Okay. well, just how about just a nod? Just a nod. Hey, you know, is that that good enough? A a Robert Redford nod. Hmm, Yeah, no. But I was just and I said that before. I'm like, hey, I commend that. So most of it, it wasn't like pure Meltdown City, which was great. But of course, there still was. And there's a lot of moonwalking, a lot of backpedaling, a lot of backpedaling. Oh, yeah, You saw that happening. Ugh, saw that happening. Ugh, happening, happening. Yeah, just some of that. And see, some of the stuff, too, I mean, any of the back and forth that I got into in in my mentions, uh, what got brought up mainly was, uh, let's see, let me bring up here. Well, first off, we'll do that. Okay, get rid of that. All right, so let me bring up... um, so I put out a poll on YouTube to ask if you were disappointed, if uh, people were disappointed on YouTube. And naturally, yes, 77 percent to 23 uh, percent over a thousand votes. So, you know, I mean, I could I could see that, you know, it wasn't anything that really came in here. But uh, yeah, when it came to uh, the buildup of this and people getting hyped and it's just like uh, I mean, a lot of it started, I mean, eggs, eggs. I, when I kept seeing the whole Clay Staub, how, how do you say his name? Um, the eggs, I mean, I kept on going, why are people trying to decipher something with, the, he's got eggs. He, he he, gets eggs. He likes eggs. Eggs are good. Highly nutritious. Why were people like going crazy about eggs? <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I just didn't get the whole eggs thing. It was very weird to me. So and then, of course, there was this right here when Snyder posted this on the uh, on the on the 13th, 35 millimeter. So people were thinking it means 35 days or it just means he wanted to take a picture, a cool picture of the reels. And then there was this, which, of course, it's like, hey, I mean, to be honest, when I saw this picture, I went, Jesus Christ. Guy's 20 years older than me, and he's fucking, look at that shit. And I'm like, I hope I'm in that shape too in 20 years. And quick workout, day 18. And a lot of people are like, oh, oh, he said 18? He said 18. He said 18, guys. You know what that means? May 18th. And I went, no, no. I think uh, he just means it's the 18th day of shooting the movie you barely tweet about. (laughs) I was just like, come on. What are we doing here, folks? What are we doing here? No, that's not the way it's about to be No. So, yeah, there's a lot of that. I saw, you know, there was people in my mentions that were just kind of saying like, but what about the tweets? What about the posts? And I'm just kind of going sometimes just a post. Yes, I know because there's also that thing, too, or like two years ago when somebody asked Zach on Vero uh, under one of his posts. Uh, they asked us like, is there always a is there always a is there a cryptic message in this? And they go and he went always. And I went, OK, yeah, that sounds like something Zach would respond to. And then, of course, we go back to Thanksgiving when, of course, he showed his turkey. And then in the final cry or uh, yeah, final crisis was uh, the book was in the background and it was kind of like, oh, shit. What the you know, a lot of people are like, huh? Not everything's cryptic, OK? If he posts a picture like it's Deborah's birthday and they post a picture of them hugging each other, is there anything cryptic about that? No, there's not anything cryptic about that, okay? If he's posting a picture of Deborah, it's not cryptic, okay? And then another thing, another thing I brought up on the timeline is the fact that it's like, okay, if he posts something and there is a cryptic message, maybe, just maybe, possibly, it could have to do with the stuff that he's making now, like Army of the Dead, rebel moon there's also that he could be cryptic with that stuff too right it's not just the cape shit so you know give the guy some room here start you know let him be cryptic about the stuff he's making now too could be that so i don't know just talking with people what about the messages and i'm just like come on guys it's not remember i mean i, I think i've mentioned it before too remember the whole um when um, he posted about bat you know he posted the batman and catwoman image this was like over a year ago before before um snyder cut came out remember he posted that i told you guys what that exactly was you know everybody was for some reason like it was like that day everybody was fan casting carla gigino as uh, as as Selena Kyle in the Snyderverse, which I am totally one hundred percent for. She is my number one choice. If she was gonna be Batflex Selena Kyle, I was fuck. That would have been the I mean man, especially if they made that movie. She was in there, Jesus Christ, to be the sexiest movie in the world. Anyways. Apparently that day when that was happening, he caught wind of that. You know, Zach's smart. He still knows what's happening when it comes to his stuff. He was doing ADR with her. He was doing ADR because obviously she's the voice of the, of the Kryptonian ship, she was doing ADR, so they were joking about that. And he decided just to post it because Zach likes to have fun, he likes to have fun. Okay, he likes to have a little fun. Nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with fun. There's nothing wrong with fun, there really is nothing wrong with fun. So but that's the thing. It's like fans get a little too like up in their head. But then it's it's just really funny when you have some of these voices out there that are like, "Dude, look at this!" And then all of a sudden the day comes, they are like, "Wow, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything was going to happen. I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, uh, what? What? I don't. What do you? What do you? What? I, I didn't say anything. You know? It's like, come on, Jesus Christ, man. And then you got the scooping game, which just what do they do? Do the same thing. And then all of a sudden they pushed, oh, oh, oh wait, well, DC Fandom, wait, DC Fandom. <laughs> you know, they got to push that goalpost. Like, oh, oh I, no, 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 DC Fandom's going to happen. Remember when that happened with those certain other individuals, too? When they were saying, like, oh, the, the, the Snyder Cut's going to get announced at Justice Con. Remember, there was at one point when those motherfuckers thought that the Snyder Cut was going to get announced at Justice Con at one point. And then they said DC fandom, and I don't know. It's just, it's always a crazy little game that's happening when it comes to all this, man. But I'm just like, you know what? Just when it comes to all of this, continue with charity campaigns. Continue with the work that's happening. Fans coming, you know, you could still, I'm not saying stop. Tweeting out, restore the Snyderverse. I will never say that. I will never say move on, even though I get accused of saying moved on. I don't know why. I will never say move on or anything like that. No, I'm not that guy. Keep on continuing to talk about... The stuff that you like, tweet the hashtag to be to remind everybody of how great that universe was. Continue with the charity stuff, the, the campaigns. Do whatever. Um, Project Justice League, and then of course you got Justice League, um, um, the Eric one. I'm so, I can't remember Son of the Gods. <laughs> um, trying to remember the subtitle. Sorry, my brain's just firing off too much stuff like that. Continue doing stuff like that. Okay, okay. When it comes to the air cut. Again, I have some tea that I'll say in the post show a little bit. So, just a little bit. I'm not going to say too much or anything, but you know, a little bit of tea. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But, kids, let's relax. Yeah, don't move on. Don't move on. You don't have to move on. We could still continue to talk and praise about this kind of stuff. So, nothing wrong with that. Okay. We're good. Stan Lee. So Stan Lee might be showing up in possibly future Marvel movies. This is interesting right here. Um, According to THR. Stan Lee returns to Marvel Studios with Genius Brands POW! Entertainment licensing deal. Exclusive. A 20-year deal includes future appearances in Marvel movies, TV series, along with apparel and theme park experiences. In a unique deal, Stan Lee, the beloved, okay, yes, we all know, he's returning to Marvel Studios. Marvel has signed a 20-year deal with Stan Lee Universe, a venture between Genius Brands International and POW Entertainment, to license the name and likeness of Stan Lee for use in future feature films and television productions, as well as Disney theme parks, various experiences, and merchandise. He's going to be in the Hall of Presidents, huh? Is that still a thing at Disneyland? Anybody who's been to Disneyland, they still have the Hall of Presidents. They're going to have a Stan Lee fucking animatronic, you know, I ever, you know, like, you know, Excelsior, you know, what's the saying? Um, so, so that's going to be happening. Uh, it really ensures that Stan, through digital technology and archival footage and other forms, will live in the most important venue, the Marvel movies and disney theme parks said Andy Hayward, chairman of CEO Genius Brands. It's a broad deal. So Stan Lee lives on in the digital world and all that stuff. So that's interesting. Hey, if if the, the Stan Lee estate, the family is okay with it, I mean, this is his creations. I wouldn't mind, you know, whenever, if I ever go to fucking Disneyland again, it would be kind of cool to be, to walk into the Marvel section, and all of a sudden you're greeted by a fucking hologram of Stan Lee. You know, kind of like in uh, Jurassic World when John Hammond is like, you know, there's like a hologram of him that's just welcoming you to, uh, to, to the new park, to the new world. That'd be kind of sweet. I wouldn't be surprised if that would happen. they're going to be something like that, so. But, yeah, he'll be showing up digitally in some other movies and whatnot. Hey, the cameos, sometimes the cameos were the best part of the movies. Am I right? I'm a Barbie girl. Okay, we're not going to sing that because that's not part of the fucking movie, apparently. All right, this Barbie movie. The reason why, and some of you I saw in the chat were saying, like, a Barbie multiverse? What the fuck? Well, again, this movie is it's just it's so intriguing. I, I don't even understand. So according to Kyle Butchanan... <laughs> Uh, who uh, who uh, projects at New York Times and all that stuff. He's written some books. He's a writer, journalist, whatever the fuck. He's at Cannes, so apparently he's saying right here, I'm hearing incredible Barbie goss at Cannes. For one, I'm hearing that Ryan Gosling, Gosling is not the only Ken in the Barbie film. Samiu and uh, I can't say that name. Nikiti Gatwa also play Kens, and. By the same token, Margot Robbie is not the film's only Barbie. Issa Ray and Hari Neff play different Barbies. Interesting. So basically, not only is, uh, you know, the main stars who, of course, you know, you got your two beautiful people that is Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling playing Ken and Barbie, but apparently there's going to be different versions. There's going to be different versions, not just, you know, not, not just the, the, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed devil version of uh, of Barbie and Ken. There's going to be some uh, diversity when it comes to that. I'm kind of curious. I'm like, how is that going to work? Remember yesterday, we talked about how possibly this movie is going to have a Truman Show feel because apparently in prep for this movie, Margot Robbie said, Truman Show, watching Truman Show prep for this movie. So I'm like, all right, Truman Show feel. Now we're going to have like this where we have multiple actors playing like the same leads. It's going to be interesting. So that's why was saying like Barbie versus multiverse or Barbie multiverse, I don't know. Guess we'll see. I guess Carrie, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. So, yeah. What can he do? I don't know. I mean, what's her name? Greta. Uh, she's got something up her. I mean, of course, when they say like oh, it's a, it's the greatest script ever, I mean that's just you know it's whatever when they were saying that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I'm just intrigued by this because of the cast and I'm just going, what is this fucking movie? And with every little thing that I'm hearing, I'm going, "Okay, I'm getting a little bit more excited for this. All right. It's fine. I'm going to watch it no matter what. It's fucking Margot Robbie. okay? and apparently there's going to be some dance numbers in there, you know. So we already know that Ryan Gosling can dance, right? So uh, we saw La La Land. Or if you watch the old fucking Mickey Mouse Club stuff. Uh, Ryan Gosling like when you see him as a kid his head is still the same shape that it is now like his head was always like how it looks right there he just like his body just grew into his head (laughs) you watch like old videos it's like Jesus Christ I'm like geez your head is like the it just never your body just grew in with your head you know I gotta make fun of the guy he's gorgeous right what do you want what do you want All right, let's get to the Twitter questions right here. You got to take them down a peg, you know. He's a good looking dude. Anyways. All right, so Twitter questions. Uh, Let's see, Eric. So Dave, how does Aslov's 30 million, 35 million actually, uh, $30 million declaration affect the possibilities for the Snyderverse. Folks like Scoot are saying, "Do you really think Zaslav would have uh, funded the Snyder cut?" Looking at this. P.S. This article, Jose is going to loll at. So this is the article right here. Um, let's see, Toby Emmerich. So what is this, Emmerich? Well, I mean, I don't want to go through this whole thing. I, I hate looking at his face you going to make me look at this guy's face. Um, Emmerich has built a strong track record in the head of blah, 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 which undoubtedly helped him survive a messy 2020 studio reorganization that pushed other longtime execs out the door, consolidating, blah, blah, blah uh emmerich signed a multi-year contract extension in the summer of 2021 which has him well positioned i mean the way i'm looking at it right now from conversations that i've had is like we got to put a lot of this on hold (laughs) because as of right now Zaslov is all about hey we got to cut costs we can't turn into netflix okay so when it comes to I mean, obviously, I think, I mean, they're all in when it comes to uh, Matt Reeves' Batman. Uh, time will tell to see what happens with Black Adam and, of course, the Flash and everything like that. So, But, I mean, when we're talking about the $35 million thing, that's, it, it was specified HBO Max originals, okay? But... But, of course, Zaslov still wants to do theatrical, theatrical, theatrical. It's not like he's just going to have every single budget cut down to $35 million. No. Well, I'm sure he's going to have, yeah, the movies are still going to have low budgets. Yeah, of course, because he just wants to cut costs, cut costs. But at the same time, it's specified that it's HBO Max Originals. So... And then of course, yeah, I know a lot of us were like thinking that HBO Max would be perfect for any kind of Snyder for, for the Snyderverse. Yes, at one point, yes, that would have been perfect, and it you know absolutely was perfect. But um, but it's specifically for HBO Max originals. That's what I was kind of getting at. So uh, <sighs> yeah, that's what's going to be happening. So right now, we just kind of like, like I said, everything's so much up in the air because, again, it's show business, not show friends. Tet, day 18 of filming, two biceps plus 12 (laughs) Ezra Miller arrests divided by a four-hour cut of Justice League, seven days until some of you people grow up and stop analyzing this. (laughs) Good one, Tet. I like that. I like that. Uh, Let's see, I miss looking for Stan Lee cameos in the past few MCU movies, but Disney and Marvel going full-blown Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's too. when he was like, you know, doing that. With uh, CG, uh, Stan Lee is not the way. You don't think that's not the way? I think it's fine. I think if uh, the family's fine with it, the estate is fine with it, I don't think there's an issue with continuing having Stan Lee. I think even Stan Lee, maybe that was in his will for all we know, you know? So I think it's a good thing. And yes, question. Have you had yours? That's right, guys. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Marty right here, who, of course, of course, uh, voiced Lex Luthor in Project Justice League. He suggests that um, when it comes to a lot of the stuff that's been happening, especially with scooping and all the, the information out there, you should uh, try a 40 club pill. Take one a day. Uh, take one pill a week with vodka. That's right. Um, and I back this up. If you take this pill, you should down it with vodka. Yeah, don't down it with water. Water doesn't really help. It's it's something about this pill that uh, when it comes to taking it with vodka, it just helps a lot more. You start thinking a little bit more clearly. You don't get as biased. You know, you're open for all these ideas and discussions and you're not going to say bullshit. You know, you're not going to try to appease people and try to get all this stuff, you know, for them super chats. So if you want to take one of these, you know, it's good. It's good. It's good for you. And then we got uh, we got Jacob right here. Since you were being a biatch yesterday, favorite Metallica song? What the hell? A biatch? How dare you? And why is Master of Puppets superior? Well, see, that's the thing, Jacob. See, so you chose a you chose a you chose a, a Metallica song. You chose a Metallica song that uh, you know. That is uh, very commonly known, you know If you're actually a true Metallica fan You choose a song that's not super commonly known That doesn't get a lot of um, radio play Like I can listen, if I if I were to tune into Kalo the classic rock station I'm going to hear Metallica more than I would hear, say, Battery Which is one of my all-time favorite songs Blackened for Metallica That's also a really good one I mean, it's just stuff like that, you know uh, and then either, even like softer mo- uh, songs like Outlaw Torn or something like that. I mean, those would be on the list before Master of Puppets. I'm not saying that Master of Puppets is not a great, fantastic song, but you're choosing a song that was one of the hits. If you're a true Metallica fan, you choose a song that's a deep cut. A deep cut. Dyer's Eve. You know, something like that. Fight Fire with Fire. <laughs> Which I think was Joe Meganello's favorite song. He's Fight Fire with Fire. Ryan, I didn't have any hopes up for upfront, but this is pretty much my reaction. <laughs> I'm okay. I'll be okay. We're all going to be okay. It's a good gif. Ronak, Hulk gets angry. His shirt uh, gets ripped off. She Hulk gets angry, only her shoes break. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. Yeah, it doesn't. I think she should go topless, too. Yep, <clears throat> I do. Mike, Soups Kenobi. Oh, yeah, I saw this already. This is pretty good. Yeah, I saw this. I actually retweeted this a couple weeks back. But, yeah, this girl does a perfect Paul Dano face. What have you done? Looks just like him. (laughs) Looks just like him. My God, that looks just like him. Crazy. I like it. Anyways, guys. Uh, You guys still arguing? Jose? Huh? Jose and Eric? Anyways, moral of the story when it comes to this week, the upfronts weren't going to be anything like any kind of CinemaCon, uh, Comic-Con, anything like that. It was just all for advertisers. They're trying to sell ads. They want people to like, hey, this is what we got. What do you got? Are you going to pay into it? Come on. Let's get the money up front. It was always gonna be about that, um, and then, like I said, just gotta watch out. Just watch out for. I mean, again, what I keep on saying, and I wish I would have brought brought over my uh, uh, my three pack of uh, of the Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy, you know, and hold it. I'm like, this is a triumphant. This is it's the fact that we got a four hour Justice League movie that was totally just almost gonna be just left left in some canisters or left on Zach's computer. The fact that we got that is such it's such a huge W. okay? it's so it's such a huge W. But sadly, it just seems like some people at the further we get, I keep on saying the further we get from the releasing of the Snyder cut, the more crazy things are getting. And um, and then, you know. And then there's just a lot of infighting that's happening, a lot of infighting. And I'm seeing a lot of that. And I know there's going to be the counter reaction too. it's always the way it is, it's just like how it is with everything else. You got the extreme on this side, then you got the extreme on this side. That's a reaction. And I know I'm not going to name names, but, you know, I've seen the timeline and, you know, uh, yeah, we all I, you could probably guess who you know we're talking about here, but. You're always going to have that. And I just, to me, I just try to stay out of it as much as possible. Of course, you know, I went back and forth with some things because, I mean, and I think even Mick D, you know, one of the TPZ guys, and that's a guy that you're going to listen to when it comes to Zach. Let's face it. He even said it too. He said it's the ultimate W that we got the Snyder Cut to get released. Zach got to finish his movie. We got to see it in all of its glory. And, uh, you know, every time I watch that and it ends with that powerful score from junkie XL and says for autumn, I get choked up every fucking time. Doesn't matter, you know, and I probably will always get choked up. You know, that's what it was all about. That's what it's all about. Now Zach's over here building things from the ground up. And we still have people that are just like, just, just pining for, for Cape shit, Cape shit, Cape shit, Cape shit. And, um, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying, like, again, always not saying give up hope or anything or stop tweeting the hashtag. No, keep on doing that. Keep on, t- keep on celebrating. You never know what could happen in the future. You never know. But, you know, it's just this whole thing where it's like, oh, we got to shit on this to keep this alive and blah, 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 and do polls that fit narratives and blah, blah, blah. It's just, It just gets a little tiring. And But the biggest thing is, is just be careful who you're getting information from. <laughs> That's the thing be careful who you get information from because people will take advantage we've seen this and we'll probably continue to see this you know when we have you know we had those guys go away and then new guys show up and they'll probably go away and then other people will show up it's just like it's like a vicious little fucking cycle there's always going to be that and I try to be as uh, informative as possible. I try not to give you any bullshit. And if I do have information that ends up being wrong, I'll be like, hey, I was wrong. Sorry. Or the information? Yeah, it was wrong. Sorry. I don't mean sorry. I didn't mean to put that out there. I mean, I remember I thought there was like I was like hearing kind of stuff that maybe the air cut was going to get announced at the end of 2020. And I was like, ooh, 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 and then it didn't happen. And I went, sorry. That was bad intel. So hopefully something will happen. Uh, something. Uh, so hopefully something will happen when it comes to at least the air cut so we can have a little bit of hope at that. Thank you, Andre Porter. For becoming a basic member. Didn't you say to move on right at the beginning? (laughs) Ah. do not bring the, yeah. I know. I think, listen to Nikki, guys. Listen to Nikki. Uh, But welcome to the Junkie Cult. Anyways, yeah, we'll be doing a post show. We'll talk a little bit more. So if you want to join that, become a member. And uh, members, look for it on your YouTube feed. Okay, so we'll talk a little bit more after that. Everybody else, hit that like thumbs up, uh, smash that. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, all that kind of stuff. And remember, guys, no vodka stream this Friday because I am going out of town. I'll be heading to Arizona and uh, having some fun with some family and whatnot. So, no vodka stream. Yeah, I know, and no uh, Batman the Animated stream either. I know, I know, it sucks. We're gonna have withdrawals, but it happens. It happens. So uh, make sure you do all that. If you want to support the Patreon, please do that. Cooking up some stuff, hopefully, that I keep talking about. And uh, other than that, love you guys. And I'll see you guys, your members, in a little bit. All right? Talk to you later.